church, I hope you're doing very, 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 very well. Good. I was happy. If, you, if you're happy, I'm happy too. If you're not happy, I am happy. Yeah. I love to be in the house of God. There's many, many reasons why. Because the Bible says when two or three people are together, the presence of God, Jesus Christ, is in the midst. And I don't take that fact for granted. Let's give Christ for that fact an applause because He's here right now. He is here right now. Now, he is here right now, and that's an amazing good news. We started the brand new series uh, two weeks ago, and the title is The Secret of Motivation. And I will speak about the Lord's uh, the Tabernacle from the Old Testament. I want to start with a question What bothers you, or is there um, anything in your life you say, I, I don't like that part of me? I don't like it because it's sometimes. We're doing things, we're not happy about it, right? Is there anything you say, I don't like it? For example, uh, in my life, uh, I have two things, I don't like it. I mean, I'm not super young anymore, I'm not super old, but two things, I don't like it. For example, if i going into a conversation with a person and the person says, oh, I have a problem. And that person can explain the whole problem and the whole issue in every detail. In the middle of the conversation, I always have to answer because I'm a prophet. And my problem is actually I can interrupt a discussion. And often that's not a smart thing. It's so rude for the people to think, he is not a big listener. No, because I am smart, I'm a prophet, I know already the answer. You know people like that? They interrupt. For example, if you speak with slow people like from Bern, they speak slow Swiss German. That's, that's for me like a nightmare. The second thing is, I don't like, for example, um, I was together, um, I'm often in I'm the right situation, but sometimes I don't say the proper thing. I don't say the proper thing. For example, we were together like two weeks ago with some different families from the church, and there was one family, and I wanted, I started on a joke and create the atmosphere of laughing because sometimes people are stiff, you know, and I love atmosphere and power. And I said, hey, you kids are so lovely. And she said, thank you so much. Then I said, but badly raised. It was more like a joke. And she got very angry and walked away. And said, oh, I'm so sorry. It was just a joke. Relax. It's just a joke. I want to create the atmosphere, you know. There are at least two things in my life. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. But here's the good news. I don't have to stay the way uh, I'm, I, I, I are. I don't have to be the way I am because I believe with the power of the Holy Spirit, change is possible. Breakthrough can happen. And I don't believe I, I'm a victim because I could say, oh, my dad was like that, that way. My grandfather was like that. Compared to them, I'm easy. And I know a lot of people in ICF, they have that issue as well. That means I'm a, I'm, I'm a victim and I believe the power of the Holy Spirit is so strong that breakthrough change will and can happen. And the Lord, the tabernacle is actually an image or some symbols with the message when God is in the house, when God is in your life, change and miracles will take place. And let's give God for that fact a big applause. Come on, church. I want to start with the altar. This is one of the first thing. The altar was like in the tabernacle, like a symbol when, for example, when you sinned in your life, you took an animal, for example, a lamb, and you have to identify with the lamb. Then you came to the altar and you said to the priest, I failed. I made some mistakes, some failures. 
you said specific your sins specific and then the priest will lay hands on the lamb and said now we will forgive you and we believe it's done forever and they burned the sacrifice the whole lamb until only ashes remained then he took the ashes walked out of the tabernacle into the desert and he drew away the ashes and said where is your sins it's gone forever and this is an amazing symbol you have to understand the moment you receive Jesus Christ you are forgiven you belong to the family of God your name is are written is written on the book of life that means whatever you do in your life you belong to the family of God this is the message but after the priest sacrificed the lamb and all the hands are dirty and bloody they walked to the water basin and the water basin was a symbol actually I clean my hands I clean my soul I clean my spirit because if you did certain things you're forgiven but sometimes your soul is still in your soul you feel guilty you feel oh I've done this and this and the water is cleaning your spirit water and blood blood and water just think for a moment when Jesus was on the cross and he died on you and my behalf was a very small thing happened because the Roman soldier took the spear and put the spear into the side and blood and water were running out separately and for all the Jewish people it was a message oh the blood it's the altar and the water is the water basin for them was the message Jesus was the last lamb was sacrificed for you and my sin blood and water forgiveness and cleaning and cleaning and forgiveness belongs always together in our life let's go into the Lord's tabernacle and I want to show you a little bit if you have never seen it before was like in the desert to have a meeting with God they walked into the doors it's the message you received Christ and then comes the altar and after altar between the, the holy of holy is the water basin and you have to understand the water basin was not very tall that means when the priest came there they could it was like a mirror they looked into the water basin it was like a mirror and all the elements in the Lord's tabernacle has weights and length and size size and weight and length but the water basin has no weight and no size no weight and no size but all the other elements are how heavy they are how long they are but the water basin no size no length no weight you know why because it's a symbol for the Holy Spirit you cannot measure the Holy Spirit you cannot put the Holy Spirit into a box because the Holy Spirit moves wherever he wants to move he heals whenever he wants to heal the Holy Spirit is not bound on a limitation on a weight on a size he moves wherever he wants to move with other words it means when the Holy Spirit is in you he explodes everything in you he can do bigger thing and greater thing than you can ever imagine let's give God for that a hand too come on church this is amazing symbols and symbols and symbols you cannot put the Holy Spirit into a box actually it means when I reflecting in the water basin it's like the Holy Spirit reveals certain things in me 
that I can change, have a breakthrough, and be more like Christ. In the second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, I love the Bible verse, and the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Glorious image. Glorious image. Glorious image. Because the water basin was with like mirrors and clear water. You can look into the water and there was a revelation. Things stirred up was already in you. Let's speak about two things happened by the water basin in the Old Testament. Are you ready? Point number one, reflect your life. When a priest stood in front of the water basin, it was of mirror and water, it was a reflection. And I want to ask you the very first question. The Holy Spirit job is always to reveal certain things. Why I do what I do? Why do I do what I do? Or what I don't do, what I should do? Tell me why. Or what is your motivation? What is your deepest longing? Something is like in you. You cannot see it from the outside. The Holy Spirit reveals things is inside of you. Your dreams, your ambitions. Why I do what I do. I am called or driven. Driven or called. And that's very important because the Holy Spirit gives us a revelation of who we are really. And that's very, very important. For example, the King David in the Old Testament, he was an amazing king, but he did something nobody has figured out or, or uh, nobody could see it, what he has done. For example, one day he had an affair and unfortunately she got pregnant and he thought, oh my God, how should I solve that problem? And he sent his wife into the war and he died. And for him was easy, nobody ever figured it out. But can you imagine, every day when he served in the house of God, the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation. Hey, you killed a person and adultery. It's not, you're not belonging to the family of God anymore, but there's something in you. And one day God sent a prophet, and the prophet said, Hey, David, you tried to hide certain things, but God has seen what you have done. And always when I read the Bible verse from David, I get goosebumps because here you can sense the cry, the suffering, the longing. God, please help me that that should not be happen again. Psalm 139 verse 23 and 24. Check out this Bible verse in the context. This is a cry. He screamed, search me, God. And know my heart, test me, test me, and know my exemptions thoughts. See if there is any offense way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. It's, it's a cry, it's a longing. God, please help me, please test me, please test me. You can you feel it? That means, God, please help me, clean me, redeem me, restore me, give me a breakthrough. Because what happened often in church, even though in my small group, people have some issues. And after 20 years, they say, oh, that's the way I am. My mom was like that. My grandpa was like that. If you don't have the longing, the ambitious, change me, clean me, healing. Miracles will not take place. You understand? It's a longing, a desire in you, church. You're so quiet. I talk to you. If there's not a longing in you, you stay the way you are. The 
David said, please, God, help me. And this is my prayer every day. God, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I want to finish strong to start something. It's easy. But I want to finish strong. The everlasting God, help me to finish strong. I'm excited. I want to finish strong, you know. And here's another prayer. I learned that because I grew up, brought up Catholic from Nicholas von Fluye. My Lord and my God, take everything from me that keeps me from you. That's a prayer. My Lord and my God, give me everything that leads me to you. My Lord and my God, take away from myself and give me completely to you. I, I prayed maybe that prayer 1,000 times with my mom. And I learned from, from very young on, I, I give God the permission. I give the Holy Spirit the permission. Reflect me. Heal me, clean me. I am forgiven. Often people don't understand the blood. I am forgiven. I belong to the family of God. But there's things in me. Clean me and heal me. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. I want to read it to you. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligated to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Uh, Paul is actually speaking, if you don't follow in Christ, there's certain patterns in you. But there is a temptation we can fall on the other side. It goes on. Are you ready? Now, this is now a very heavy Bible verse. Are you ready? Sexual immorality will take place. Impurity, lustful pleasures, adultery. No, no big deal for us. So... No big deal. So, yeah, no problem. Um, hostility, quarreling, jealousy. Jealousy means uh, if you're following on Instagram other people. You know what I mean? Gosh, he's again on vacation. That flipping dude. What's about me, God? Amber's of anger. Oh my God. Self-ambitions, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, wild party, or other sins like this. When you just read those things, it's like a mirror, right? I am forgiven. I belong to the family of God. That's not the question. But maybe there are things in me, they are not okay. For example, there's one word, um, outburst of anger. Three times a year, maybe sometimes I flip out. I say, for example, I'm in a meeting and I'm like a volcano, like <laughs> for maybe three minutes, I'm full into the motions and ashes and lava comes out and people around me, they are quiet. They're like dead, you know. It goes only three minutes, like <laughs> and then it's done. I could say, okay, uh, it's only three times a year. But there is something in me. I don't like it. I don't get it. It doesn't belong to me. And my prayer is clean me. Redeem me, Holy Spirit. Do the work of God in me. Now, if you have your smartphone, church, please take it out. And uh, there's a QR code. And I want to ask you one question. And I want to be, can you be really honest? Because it's a hard question. Are you ready? Are you ready? Good. Question number one. 
So here is actually the Bible verse. I don't want to ask you questions. Just we just going to the Bible verse. And please be honest. And I want to say anything. But um, yeah, at the moment, zero people or oh no, one person already. Maybe it's more than one thing. Maybe the three, four things you say. Okay, I have some issues or challenges. It's just more that you understand. We are we are a team. We are on a journey. And the certain things they are not okay. The big list is actually the Bible verse. In the Bible, for example, outburst of anger, it's my issue, and I have to work on it. I don't want to say anything, it just gives us the idea, there are things in me, I need a breakthrough, I need a miracle, I need the cleaning of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And I want to give you in a minute the key how to overcome those things. And that's the key for my life and for your life as well. Okay, I will move on. Thank you so much for being really honest. In Mark chapter 1 verse 15, the Bible says, The time has come, he said, that the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe to the good news. The word repentance has actually a broader meaning. Often we think repentance means for somebody he doesn't know Christ yet. It's, but it's also a message for you and me. What we often understand or what repentance is not, it's not showing regret means, oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't mean working something off and making amends. It's not meaning going to Jesus, weeping, receiving forgiveness, and then continuing the same way. There's a lot of people, they're doing the third thing. They're creeping, crying, reaping, uh, forgiving, and they move on, and nothing has changed. That's not the meaning of repentance. The repentance, you have to understand, in the Greek meaning means metanoia. Metanoia means rethinking, change of mind, reversal of thinking. And the water basin is a mirror. You rethink the way how God thinks. You reflect the things that God has on his heart. That's metanoia. God changed me, heal me, clean me, redeem me. And the meaning actually in Hebrew means trust, turning back. Trust in God, as well turning from away human actions and are not blessed. That means, I, God, help me that I think new the way you think. And let's make a really a practical way. I want to help you as practical as possible because I preach to myself as well tonight. How can we overcome all those things in the Bible? How can we have the water, that the, the washing in us? It's actually a very simple illustration. And is about turning back. And here is the illustration on the screen. So, so it's difficult. So, yeah. That means this is like the, the life. This is our life. It's like a line. That means you start somewhere here. It's not working, Detlef. Um, you start somewhere. Just I need your help because this is an amazing illustration. The best ever. No problem, it's not the first time you're here. I don't know. You help me. It's all life, you know. That's, that's the, the creative preaching. It's amazing if it works. If it doesn't work, it's always a nightmare, right? It's not my field, right?
Ricardo. Are you, are you still here? But, but just, just, just study that for a moment. But I want to show you something which is very important. It's not the iPad. Good, let's, let's, let's move on. We move on. But just think, this is like turning back. That means that the line over there is like my life. There's always a moment when the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation about something in you that's not okay. When you, for example, for myself, I'm outburst of anger maybe three times a year, and the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation, hey, you're 50 years old, that's not normal, it's not a blessing, it's not okay. What you do is actually, you watch why I'm flipping out. For example, we, we, I was on, uh, on vacation with three families, and I had the moment in that night, I got so mad and so angry, I took the smartphone and I smashed my iPhone on the ground. Boom! And fell into the pool. And my kids said, oh no! Daddy! 1,200 US dollars. They were not sad about me. They were more sad about the iPhone. And I said, hey, kids, I don't care about the 1,200 dollars. I am mad and I'm sad. Boom, volcano emotions. Only one minute, boom. And then it was gone. And I felt, God, what's going on? Why am I flipping out like that? That's not normal, right? I crashed my smartphone, $1,200, and I didn't care about it. And I felt, why am I doing that? And that helps me to reflect why I flipped out. And then I asked my people around me, let's have a discussion about what happened. You have to understand, repentant means you reflect and you ask people, tell me. What can you see from the outside? That means you are vulnerable, you are very humble, you invite people into your own journey. This is only one part. I mean, without that, you cannot have a breakthrough. Then the, the slide number two, and now we add the second thing, actually, is like faith. Faith means, can you put the next slide? Faith means, actually, you need a plan. You need a plan. Without a plan, you will be the same next year. Nothing will change. When the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation and you don't have a plan, you move on. Nothing will change. And I said to myself, okay, I freak out three times a year. And now I'm 50. And I think something has to change. And I made a plan. I said to my wife, let's go on the Jacob, Jacob's Trail. It's in Spain. We will walk 170 kilometers, and I want to know, and I want to ask God in 170 kilometers, why i flipping out like that? I want to have a breakthrough. I need a revelation. And then the second thing is, you make re reliable, that means you make a statement, a commitment, you talk about it, you teach about it. I taught you right now, this is what I will do, that means this is very concrete, and then you have to act, act for a breakthrough. Now people say, but what happens if you did the Jacob's Trail and nothing happened? Then I do it again. I don't give up until there is a breakthrough. Don't give it up too easily. When the Holy Spirit gives you a relation, take the revelation, make a plan, commit yourself, and act according how God sees you. The water basin is actually a reflection that something in you can be stronger and better than ever. The second thing is expect greatness from God today. I love it. Expect greatness from God today. Every morning the priests came to the water basin and they cleaned their hands and their feet. You know why? Even though if you're not 
a sinning or you're holy because life is always dirty. You have seen something, had an affection, how you think, you saw something, you heard something, you said something, and every morning you ask God, clean me, anoint me, redeem me. I want to be holy as much as possible. And this brings me in the position, dear friends, that I believe the best is yet to come. Brings me into the position that I believe with God Almighty, everything is possible. Here is in Hebrew chapter 3, verse 12 and 13. See to it, brothers and sisters, that no one of you has sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another, what? Daily. Daily. Daily the water was fresh. Daily. Daily the water was fresh. Daily fresh water. I ask God daily. Daily encourage me. As long as it called today, so that no one of you may be hardened by sins and deceitfulness. Daily. And I had a question. When the people of God were in the desert, where did they get the water from? How? When and where? You say, why is this important? Everything is important. Where did they get the water from? Out in the desert. Because that Lord's tabernacle full of small details. And there's always a message. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 4, and the Bible explains us at the time in the desert. And please read it carefully with me. There's a small detail and I flipped out. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and the rock was Christ. That means there was a rock, and that rock followed them for 40 days in the desert. You, you, you can read the, the German, the French translation, you can read everything. There was a rock, they followed them. And that rock was the rock when Moses put the stick on and water came out. And whenever the, the cloud and the fire moved, the rock followed them. Why is this important? That means wherever you are in your life, the rock will follow you. That means the rock is fresh, gives you the fresh water. That means Christ is always with you on your journey, even though if you don't perfect. Why is this so important? I want to tell you a story. And I felt this week I should share that story because it's a message actually for some people right now in the house. Around two years ago, I was on a Holly Davidson trip in the Swiss Alps. And I want to show you a picture. We made a stop, and this one of my favorite places is in, in Tesh. It's like in the valley, valleys. And when I was there, my wife phoned me and said, Hey, honey, I have a surprise. And I thought, oh my gosh, is she, she pregnant again? She said, no, 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 I'm not pregnant. That will be not a surprise because that chapter is done. Thank you, Lord. I said, well, what is the surprise? She said, oh, Leo. We can buy an apartment. It's very close from the ISAF. It's between the airport and the train station and Samsung Hall. It's the best location for us. I said, what's the problem? 
we need 30,000 US dollars to make the reservation. I said, yeah. You know, when we married, I had no money and you brought all the money. Why you ask me? And I said, have, have you asked your, your, your parents? She said, yes. But they don't have money. They don't have cash. I said, yeah, how, how long do you have time? She said, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, the 30,000 has to be on the bank account. Otherwise, another family will take my dream apartment. Why am I telling the story? If the rock is leading me and guiding me in every moment, that means Christ is here. He knows what is best for me. And I said to God, now I drive to the, up to the Grimsel Pass. And that's the next picture. It's an amazing drive. Maybe only 20 minutes. I was so slow. I said to God, if I'm reaching the top and I don't have any idea, who can I ask for 30,000? Then that apartment, it's goodbye, arrivederci. And I drove so slow. And I thought about all the people in ICF. I thought maybe you have money. Maybe, you know, some business people. And I, I, I thought about, and not one name came to my mind. Not one name. And when I was on, on, on the pass, one name came to my mind. And he said to me many years ago, if you ever have a need in your life, call me. And if you ever you need money, call me. Have you ever heard that from a Swiss guy? If you need money, call me. That must be an angel. And all of a sudden, that guy came to my mind. And that's not a problem. I'm going to say to you right now, ask a person for money. It's the most humbling thing. Ask your parents for money. It's maybe easy because you get the money anyhow. But asking a, a person for 30000 and you have only maybe six hours. That's, you know, and here's the thing. Often the Holy Spirit gives you an idea. He gives you a way while you reflect. But God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. Between signs and miracles, you need a spirit of belief, a spirit of courage, because the stone Christ is following me, you're never alone. And I picked the phone and, and phoned the guy, and, and he was on the phone and said, Hey, um, long time no see. He said, Yeah. What's on your heart? I said, yeah, You know, many years ago you said to me, If you ever have a need, call me, but I don't have a need. I need 30,000. And he said, okay, give me your bank details. I said, uh, you don't want to know for what? No. Should I sign a contract? No. Nobody gives you 30,000 without a contract. He said, no, I trust you. And because of that 30,000, we were able to buy the apartments we're living in right now. And the thing is, often between a revelation and a miracle is always the moment you take a stand. And you ask boldly because God hasn't given you the spirit of fear, of boldness. You can do everything. And what helps me in my journey is always the rock 
and the name of Christ is in the desert, was falling you, the people of God, and every day fresh water was flowing from the rock. I hope you understand the Lord's tabernacle full of symbols. It helps me in my prayer journey. And I want to ask you right now, can you close your eyes? And I would love to pray with you and I, I would love to lead you for a moment into the Lord's tabernacle. And I'm going to show you right now how you can do that prayer style. I'm going right now to the altar. And in my prayer time, I say, thank you, Christ. You died on my behalf. You shared your blood on that cross of Calvary. And I need forgiveness because I failed so many times. And I want to be in the house of the Lord forever. I make you as my Lord and Savior. And thank you, Christ, that you died on my behalf and all the sins are taken away, they're no more. And when I'm standing in front of the altar, I remind myself, I belong to the family of God. My name is written in the book of life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I belong to the kingdom of God. Nothing can separate me from the love of God, nothing, nothing. Devil, you are a liar. You are a liar. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. I belong to the family of God. I need the altar as a symbol. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. What a father. What a father. I am forgiven. And then I turn to the water basin and I say, welcome Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for the fresh water. You are like a mirror and you know my longing. You know my ambition. You know my motivation. You know those days I felt small, minor, and I felt the blessing of God is not in me and I feel so sorry. Clean me, wash me, redeem me right now. Is anything in me? Wash it out, take it away. I want to be more like Christ that the glory of God will shine through me. And I stand in front of the Holy Spirit, the symbols of water basin, and I ask Him, heal me, clean me. Christ and while I'm standing in front of the water basin I say to God clean my hands and clean my feet your ways should be my ways and your thoughts should be my thoughts and I want to touch what you want to touch and I want to hear what you want to hear. I want to see what you see. I want to do whatever you want to do. And it's a prayer moment. And I can be so honest because God anyhow knows everything. I don't have to hide my motivations. 
he knows it anyhow. But I stand in front of the water basin, in front of the Holy Spirit. I ask him, wash me, clean me, redeem me, my hands and my feet, my soul and my heart, everything. And then I will walk to the stone and I will say, Christ, you are with me. There was not one single day where you not were with me. You lead me. You was on my journey every single moment. And I'm so sorry that I felt, where is God? Where is the presence of God? Where is the fresh water? Where is the fresh love? You followed me along my journey. Until now, but also for the next chapter. And I just sit on Jesus. And I know he is in me. I want to be quiet for a moment. I believe when we give the Holy Spirit enough room, then He will speak to us. He will, he will minister to us. And just can you reflect for a moment the water basin as a symbol of the Holy Spirit? It's like a mirror. You can see in the Holy Spirit what is not healed and refreshed and restored the Holy Spirit will give you revelation right now he will not judge if the Spirit of God gives you revelation that's the chance the moment when a miracle will take place because revelation leads always to signs and miracles Let's be quiet for a moment and let's give the Holy Spirit just the room. <laughs> 